All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in to Shoot Fish Life's podcast. Um, we've got a special guest here today. It's Jacob Tolis. Uh, you can find him on Instagram at JT18Fury. Follow me. You can say that louder so they can hear you. Follow me. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, you can find our podcast at shootfishlife.com, on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and then if there's somewhere else that you listen to that we're not on, let me know. Um, but we're going to talk about swan hunting. Uh, we've had some good swan hunting this year and last year. Well, I've only been twice and done two videos. Jacob's had good swan hunting. Um, so we'll let him get started on how we started swan hunting. I, I got my first swan tag when I was eight years old. Um, we really didn't know exactly what we were doing. Uh, Still don't. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, we started to... Uh, We'd just go up to, like, Bear River Bird Refuge. Um, oh, I remember those days. Yeah. Ten-shell dike. Yeah, you were only allowed to have ten shells on you, period. Otherwise, you'd get a ticket. Um, so we'd always have someone hauling, hauling butt back to the truck, going and getting us more shells because the swans weren't close enough, and it'd, it'd take, take quite a few shots before you actually dropped one. Um, and then fast forward, I think I was 10 or 11 years old, um, my dad's employee or something, I can't remember if they, uh, were working with each other at the time. Uh, we, we all went out with a guide the one night and, uh, this guide is making a weird swan, swan call. He's going, whoo, whoo, whoo. We're like, what, what is he doing? And, and it started working. So then after that night, we, uh, went, went ahead and, uh, started making our own decoys and doing the the call and we started shooting birds getting birds into the decoys and the rest is history we need to do a video on how to make those decoys yes, we do. and we can yes, show we you do. guys the fancy tolus decoys i mean they're they're fancy very fancy you know what though um we'll get into that later probably but i swear we on this last trip we had we across from us was the guide you yeah, said the same guide that i hunted with you're hunting spots. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So back backstory to hunting his spot. So we go out with this guide, and the guide swears that we're hunting private land. And we roll up to this pond, and my dad grew up hunting in uh, this area. I'm not going to say where. I'm not going to give it up. And uh, we roll up to this pond, and my dad gets there, and he's like, I've hunted this pond before. And uh, so we accessed the pond from a private on private land from the opposite side, but there's a WMA on the opposite side. It's a public public pond. He, so he's, he's entering from a private from entrance. Private entrance. But you can just walk a little farther and get there from public. Exactly. Okay. I say so. I looked yep. on Onyx. I didn't even see the private part. Yep. But okay. So anyway, he had what forty full size floaters out yep. there, yep. and we had I don't know what four to five dozen. Five dozen silhouettes. The specials. Yep. And we pulled more birds. All, all day. And ever, like, sen ever since easy. we've been doing this, we have always outshot that guide. Regardless. Every, every time I've gone out there, we've shot more birds than he has. Sweet. Um, so some information on swan hunting. Um, you can only swan hunt in eight states. Uh, Alaska, Montana, Nevada, Utah, uh, North Dakota, South Dakota, uh, Virginia and North Carolina. So there's not a lot of 
options to hunt swans. No, but and some people don't like it. But in in Alaska, that's I might move to Alaska here pretty soon. I'm I'm hoping, but in Alaska, uh, there's you can hunt or get three tags, but instead of like Utah where we have to draw for it, you just have to sign up for it. Oh, and, really? And you get three tags. Cause see this. This might research just says every state it's a lottery thing, but no. I guess Alaska. So, is, so, so in, in, in Alaska, there's only three units, and it's all on the west coast. Okay. And uh, for that unit, all you got to do is call the fishing game, be like, "Hey, I want to sign up for this tag." As far as I know, me and Uncle Norman, who lives in Alaska, we we're researching it, and it's unit eighteen, twenty, and twenty-two. I think don't don't count me on that. But uh, you can uh, just sign up, and you can hunt three birds. Need a yeah, you need to move to Alaska and be a resident <laughs> I know, I know so that I you do. can take me on these I hunts. I know I do. And then I wouldn't need a guide. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else do I want to talk about before we get into stories? Uh, best time to hunt swans, they migrate. The uh, Utah DNR has been doing a survey from 1962 up until last year, and then they decided to stop doing it because it's always consistent. Um, the swans move in pretty much end October, 1st, November, and they stay until end of November, start of December. And there, there were swans gone, out but today, but yeah, they'll stick around, especially with our weather we've been oh, having. Yeah. We haven't been, been having a weird year. It's been weird couple but years. The best time to hunt swans in my experience has always been the first two weeks of November. After that, it slows down. Yeah. 110%. First, in Utah, first two weeks of November are by far your best chance to, to kill a bird. So you had eight buddies this year with tags. Eight buddies, yep. You filled eight of them. Eight tags. And that was all the first two weeks? I've Let's see. I went out three times, and we filled all eight of them. Never skunked. Never skunked, <laughs> nope. And the year before, we the got year. videos of both. Oh, I only got a video of two birds this year, and last year we got a video of four birds. But of Four birds. So last year in the video... We started only started out with two tags, and uh, my cousin Austin, he dropped the first one or the second bird, and uh, sailed over to these guys, and uh, we're tagged out, you know. And we go over. I, I talk to these guys. Hey, hey, you guys want to come sit with us? And most people do. Do I do this a lot? As soon as we're tagged, <laughs> as soon as we're tagged out, I'll go up, go to the next group. Hey, you want to sit with us? But uh, they said, yeah, and they came over, and they're, they're what uh, made us kill four birds that night. And they got two birds, one flock. Two birds, one flock. About landed on us when <laughs> yeah, they came down. Yeah. If you haven't seen that video, make sure you go check it out. Yeah, it, it's, it's a good video. <laughs> it, it's a very good video. Um, so those guys were actually from Velocity Rod and Reels, from them, right? And they yep. promised a f us a fishing trip, and we never took them we up We still on. haven't gotten it. I know. Well, we, we, never, we, haven't, we haven't even called we them. We haven't even hit them up. Yeah. <laughs> I seen them at work one day, and... I should have been like, hey, when are we going fishing? But <laughs> if you listen to this, we still want to go fishing with you. Yes. <laughs> um, so last year's hunt, you were out the day, that morning before the video, though. And yep. I, I personally killed my first, or not my first one, uh, the first one of the season. It was our first trip out. Thinking about it, I think last year I only made one trip out, and we were tagged out, I think. Because how many did you fill that morning? Just mine. Oh, yours? Yep. And okay. then, well, I took Ray out to Bear River. And uh, Bear River, I don't care about. Yeah. Uh, it's my, a refuge. My Everybody Ray, knows the yeah. swans are at the refuge. Uh, my, so I killed one tag 
or filled one tag up there with my uncle. He killed his, shot a gorgeous bird. And I can't remember if that was before or after we filmed the video. Uh, we went out that morning. We filmed the video that night. Um, I told my cousin Austin, he's the one who shot that giant bird. Oh, big, what big, a good-looking big, bird. Big yellow bird. Yeah, um, we'll put a picture of that up if and, you're listening uh, on YouTube. But. I told him he'd never killed a swan. At this point, I'd killed six or seven, roughly. And I told him he gets first shot, you know. And uh, we, get, we get these birds coming in. And uh, he pulls up. He pulls up. Click. And I went, oh, oh. And I shot and dropped my swan. I was kind of mad because I ended my season that early. It was just reaction. And I took it and dropped my swan. And then later that morning, uh, I'm sitting there, and I'm calling, and we got this uh, flock of swans coming in. I got my head down, uh, just calling, and then here's this little cousin of mine. There's one landing in the decoys. There's one landing in the decoys. I looked up, and I said, shoot it. And then I realized it was a snow goose. (laughs) Game over. (laughs) I, I freaked out like a little girl, and I shot it. I pawn pounded it. I'll admit it. Um, my first ever snow goose uh, that I've seen that close, and I got to shoot it. And then we went, grabbed lunch, warmed up, and then I, I hit Joe up, and I was like, hey, we're going to have a, sh- uh, a good shoot tonight, and uh, you need to come film it. And at first he was like, yeah. Do I have to? Do, do, do I have to? <laughs> and then I was like, dude, you won't regret it. And yeah. he came out. Most popular, most popular swan video, video on YouTube. Yeah. Well, maybe not the most popular is. swan video. Is uh, it now? The, the, next, the next one up is 1.2 million. I thought the one that had like 20 birds had more. It's, no? only, it's only wow. sitting at 1.2 or 1.4, and you're sitting at 3.4 million right now. Wow. It's the best swan video on YouTube. Yep. Or at least most viewed. Yep. Most of those are non-English. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> go check the comments out if you, if you know what their language is. Tell us what they say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably cussing us out, honestly, but hey, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, and then this year's, same thing. I kind of didn't want to go, but <laughs> decided I better after what happened last year. Yep. And we've made a, a plan for next year. We're going to try to shoot them with archery. Yes. Because it's there. almost too easy. <laughs> <laughs> like, we just we just hoot and holler at them, and they come they in, come and we shoot with shotguns, yeah. and it's over, so... Let's kind of try put, put a little twist on it. I got to check in a little more with the regulation, but I think we'll be good to go. I swore you could hunt ducks, archery equipment. You, you can, just depends oh. on the area. Oh, there's different areas. Yep. See, you know, I don't even know that. That's why. That's why we got our professional guide here. <laughs> <laughs> um. So the biggest thing we've seen um, on our videos, at least from other Utah people, has been everybody saying our columns crap, and. It might be. Mine I mean, was, it's mine, annoying. Mine was a lot better before my balls dropped. <laughs> <laughs> now it's a lot. No, it's a lot deeper. A lot deeper. But uh, it, it still works, man. You know. Well, there's proof that it works. I yeah. mean, you got eight tags this year. We've got video of, of swans this year. Yeah. Videos last year. I, I saw one of the comments on the video. I'm pretty sure you had seen it before me. Um, this one guy was like, "You guys are calling too much. They're not coming in. That's why they're flaring." And me personally, uh, swans, you. Look, if you find a flock of swans that are on the water or in a field, you're, you're, you can almost go deaf because yeah, of they're loud. They're, they're so vocal, and when they're in the air, they're vocal. You know, swans are always extremely vocal. And uh, this guy um, commented, oh, you're calling too much. That's why they're flaring. I've, I've called like that and had swans come in and 
literally fall asleep in the decoys. <laughs> I mean, they're flaring, they're flaring, but those guys got to remember that the camera guy, aka me, is not hiding in the reeds. I've got a big camera that's sitting on a tripod that's not camouflaged, that if the sun hits it, it glares. And I'm out. I'm, I mean, the only thing that's covered on me is my back, so I can try to get videos. So it, if anything is flaring them, I'd say it'd be more me or the dog that's moving or, yeah. I mean, the calling. The, like you said, the birds are so loud that... You, you can hear them. When they're in the air, it's just like, just like tonight when Bruce and I were sitting there. We'd hear swans. Oh, they got to be close. They're still a mile away. Yeah, forever. You know? Well, and the other part that I think is funny is that... And the other guys were saying what were too loud, I think, was the other yeah. part. But a swan is loud, and we're calling with our natural voices. Yes, we're being loud. But you sit there and hone on a dope, a dope call, a duck call. When ducks fly over you, you can barely hear them when they're above you. Yep. Ducks are quiet, but yet you use the call, and you're hell calling them or whatever. And some guys don't do that, but yep. it's loud as crap. Yep. So what we're doing is more decibel level friendly, I guess, So than duck I, calling. To me, <laughs> the reason we're being so loud is if we were quiet, those swans wouldn't hear us over themselves. So oh. you have to be and loud. they might come in anyway, but it's fun. <laughs> exactly. But those swans aren't going to hear you. They'll, and as soon as you start calling, they're going to look, see the decoys, and make their way over. Yep. You know? And uh, granted, maybe it's, they're just like geese. Some days you can call, call them all the way to the decoys. You know? Other days, they're call shy. Mm. So swans, in my opinion, always call them hard at the beginning, just like you do with geese. And then, depending on what the first flock does, if the first flock doesn't like it, then get their attention and then uh, quit the calling a little bit. You know, still still give them some hoots, but don't don't go all high and mighty. It just depends on the day. It re- it really does. Yeah, I think the other part that the guys watching the video don't realize is that we filled the swans out of what the f- second flock that came in. Yeah. So I can't. I had to make the video a little longer, so while everybody was picking up decoys, I was just filming swans. Yep. They were flying around, so of course it looked I mean, like they're flaring because we're not even hunting them at that I, point. I mean, th- this year too, though, is the t- the both swans we killed in the video were one flock. Everything yeah. was boom done. You know, we, yeah. We, well, we, yeah, we didn't even get Danny's on video. We, we've because, been there for an hour, yep. if that by that point. And I went, I went to the guy next door to ask him if he wanted to come sit with us and hunt with us, and he didn't have a tag, unfortunately. Well, we'll get more people next year. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, so is there any kind of calls? Like, I don't even know if there is an actual I, I have, swan call you I can have, blow in. I have researched, and I have not found a company that manufactures swan call. At least a tundra. At least a tundra yeah. swan call, yeah. Because, I mean, a trumper, you just take a trumpet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you haven't heard a trumpet... If you haven't heard a trumpet or swan, it's pretty cool. We'll yeah. play that for I, you. I, we, I actually saw some last night. Did you? Coolest sounding thing oh, when they're man. flying over you. I, I have a video of one somewhere. I'll have to find it. Uh, yeah, I think Dad has one too. Yeah. So, um, so we'll have to play that on when this gets they, edited. They, they sound. Cool. They sound. Like, the reason they're called a trumpet is because they sound like a trumpet, like straight up. They don't sound like a good trumpet, but, <laughs> but it, sounds, cool. it, it sounds like a 10-year-old figuring out how to play a trumpet is what it sounds like. And then the mutes sound like tundras, just yep. a little quieter. Yep. I've actually never seen a mute swan. I mean, maybe, I've heard them, may, but may, I Maybe I have, and I just haven't realized it, but I've never no. seen one shot, nothing. 
I haven't seen one shot, but I I swore we've heard them when we've been out there. We, we probably have, just haven't realized so, it. Um, I mean, that's kind of it for notes. Other than we can talk about, uh, we can BS, but decoys. Uh, we talked about, we'll make a video on our tallest fancy decoys. Oh, yeah. Cardboard cutouts. Cardboard cutouts. They're like a, they're not, they're like cardboard, but they're. Coroplast. Almost plastic, yeah. I asked, I asked Dad the other night to see what kind of material they're made out of he didn't even know so coroplast coroplast yeah <laughs> i just I'll told you <laughs> i'll have to remember that <laughs> yeah it's coroplast um corrugated plastic coroplast cool so then some guys are just taking white garbage bags sticking them on stakes and setting them out there have you yeah, tried that my i haven't my my biggest dilemma with that is the risk of them blowing away like i've heard of guys using white balloons you know my my biggest thing is, what if they start blowing away? Yeah, you blows know? away, that, and now that, you're that, just that littering. Could, that, that could be, not, it wouldn't be devastating, but, you know. Yeah, if enough sucks. guys are doing it, too, yeah, it could be. Exactly. So, um, cutouts, that's what we talked about. Floaters, I mean, I don't know what floaters cost, but I know what, Flo- I know what geese floaters flo- cost. Floaters, so swan floaters are even more expensive. I'm sure. For, for a four-pack, you're looking at about three or $400 wow. for a for four-pack of swan floaters. That, that's why we started making our own silhouettes. And I think, and they I think, I think they're more effective, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. And maybe, I don't know, there's got to be something to it. It's either the different look of the decoy or maybe our annoying calling. Uh, <laughs> there's something that, that Jacob's doing that's working better than other people or it's, it's working. I mean, like you said, we had the guide across from us a couple hundred yards. I think there was one other group yeah, there, that was hunting swans. The, the thing about the guide, though, is that when the swans are coming in, they're heading towards the guide anyways, but we pull the swans. They're, they're going, so here's the guide. We're sitting right here. The swans are coming this way, but instead of the, the swans going into him, they're coming and looping and coming into yeah. us. Well, we didn't, and to make it clear, we didn't steal all the birds. <laughs> you can only I mean, steal they, so many. They'll, they'll, but, they'll kill like one to our four. Yeah. And they and they might only have one or two people out with yeah. them, too. That's the other part of it. But even the ones that flew over them kind of just passed them by, they, they which is natural. They, they wouldn't lock wings or nothing, though. So, um, pass shooting. I haven't done the pass shooting. Have you ever done the pass shooting? I mean, I'd consider what we Maybe did. Maybe what at, we I guess Bird River Refuge. At, at Bay River. I'd, Bird, I'd consider that yeah. uh, pass shooting for sure. Not as fun. Still fun. <laughs> um, I just – there's something about – when a swan locks up on your decoys, and you can hear the wind going through a duck or a goose decoys, but I kid you not, when a swan comes in and locks up and they get close enough to you, the the air going through their wing sounds like a jet. It, it is so cool. <laughs> and he would know. It is so cool, yeah. <laughs> air Force I'm, I'm, mechanic? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a jet mechanic, so I, yeah, so I would know. <laughs> um, shells. I know you, you put, do you have to use three and a half shells on our notes? And I know you used to be... Always, I'm shooting three and a half. Three and a half, triple BB, <laughs> two shot, dude. No. So, so for does that change? For, so I still shoot three and a half. There's a argument going on uh, where people say, "Oh, you don't need three and a half," and you don't. Uh, my older brother Tyler, he's only ever shot swans with three inch shells. You know, he hasn't even bought a gun to this day that yeah. could fit three and a half yeah, inch shells. So five doesn't. You don't need it. My first one I ever shot was with his Remington 870 with a three inch shell. I don't know what shot I was using. But I think personally people say the BB's flatten out. I I don't know if I believe it or not. Um the BB's flatten out. What yeah, do you mean? When they come out, so they say because there's too many of them that you're just yeah. 
Anyway, it, it's it's stupid. I, they, what, regardless of what you use, you can kill a swan. You just d- depends. Well, on have that. you had somebody with a twenty gauge too? Yep, I've kill one. Vanessa or somebody else? Vanessa hasn't killed one yet. Um, I can't remember who who it was, but uh, yeah, we have had we have had someone uh, uh, shoot shoot a swan with a twenty gauge. So on that flattening out thing, because that's gonna bug me. It doesn't make sense. It's a steel BB. Yeah. So I, I like I, literally I, like you're pushing them and yep. your chokes choking them, so they're flattening, which inherently would be bad for your gun. Would be like yeah. shooting still shot of a full choke. A, a lot. A lot of people, I guess. I like. I've watched a few videos on. It. I'm not too educated on it, but a lot of people right now are arguing that hmm. three and a half inch shells are absolutely useless, which I don't agree with. Um, if I'm hunting geese or if I'm hunting swans, I'm gonna have three. So and I've a half. shot geese. With I, three if and I half. if I have even if it's just that little more uh, gunpowder, uh, I'll have to look into it, that. It'll, it'll, it just sounds off. Yeah, I'm not educated on it uh, enough, but uh, three and a half sh- three and a half inch shells I think help you out a lot more. You don't well, need them. You got more BBs. Yeah, it, it, I I think it helps you out a lot lot more because say swans i have literally even with my uncle's 10 gauge have shot swans and the the bbs will literally bounce bounce off off. um and they'll keep flying like they never even got touched three and a half inch shells i'd say are a go three inch shells are a go whatever you're using is a go one of these days that's what i might do next year is try and shoot a swan with a 410 you know just just, that's asking a lot (laughs) i dude i can do it I'm going to do it. Bet it better be dang close and headshot. Oh, bet I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I have a 410. You can use. I'm, I'm gonna buy one. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Another excuse to have a gun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For videos. <laughs> yep. Eating swans. Most people will tell you they are disgusting, just like most people will tell you duck are disgusting. Well, everybody says everybody says something's disgusting. Antelope, deer, swans. So, turkey. Yes. So swan are going to be a lot more greasy than your duck or your goose. Uh, my personal favorite way is to slow cook them in a, in a like like a pot roast, pretty much. Mm. Throw, throw. Anything's good when you do it that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's good. Um, I've had people smoke them. That turned out all right, but I'd, I'd by far say is slow cooking them is going to be your best shot because they, they they're very tough. They're a lot more tough than ducks are. Well, no, like I said though, I think everybody thinks something's gross, and it's just if you're going to be a hunter, you need to be a meat eater. Absolutely, and you should, learn you, to cook. You, sh- you should eat. You should eat everything you can, or at least use or try. Yeah, you know whether you're feeding it to your dog or not. You know, I've had a lot of buddies. Oh, duck is gross. Duck is gross. No, it's not. Y'all are cooking it wrong. Yeah. No, no, we're not. No, we're not. And I literally one night had eight of my buddies come over after a duck hunt, and I cooked duck for them all. And you want to know what they said? That is delicious. Yeah. People, well, people just cook them wrong. When I started, I cooked it like chicken because I figured it's oh, a bird, and that's nope. yeah, it was the, gross. The, the, the biggest mistake, like a steak. Yeah. The biggest mistake people make is over. Like they'll t- they'll tell you almost everybody will tell you, duck tastes like mud. When it tastes like mud, you overcooked it. Yeah. Every time. You you want to cook a cook to cook a duck or a swan or a goose. Goose you can overcook and it'll still be all right. But uh you want to cook it to like a medium rare, medium well. And all I put on, on ducks nowadays is salt and pepper. I just yeah. I love so I've it. just cooked them right in the pan and yeah. ate them right there. Oh, and I love it. Fresh. Love it, love it, love it. Sweet. Um what else you want to talk about? Um, 
I don't know how far we are because computers repurposed turn decoys. Off. We didn't talk about that. Oh yeah. Um. So. Hold on. Okay. So so this past year, I have uh, I've bought a lot of goose decoys, and uh, one of the guys that I bought goose decoys off, I bought almost all of mine because I don't know if y'all have noticed, but full body goose decoys are <laughs> ridiculously expensive. So I bought even used. I have I have fifteen dozen full body goose decoys now. Well, sixteen dozen because I just bought another dozen. <laughs> I have a bad habit. Um, that's not a lot. But <laughs> that's a lot. Um, <laughs> you got to get a trailer. <laughs> but um, I bought some goose decoys off this guy, and he had some shells he was selling as well. He just threw them in with it, and some of the shells were your typical goose shell, and then other ones. He uh, he's actually where I learned about using balloons, white balloons, for swan decoys. But uh, for these shell decoys, he would uh, spray painted them white. And then he took styrofoam and put them around it. And then underneath the head, took wire. And then he would just tie like a, a nut or a bolt mm-hmm. to, uh, to to the string. And he'd use those as shell or uh, swan floaters. And they worked. I tried them. They worked. Um, another thing I've seen a lot of guys do is they get old floater goose decoys. And uh, they, all they do, even new goose uh, floater decoys, they, they'll take a white sock because in my opinion, swans don't get hunted enough, so they're not as yeah. educated as ducks and geese. Ducks and geese. So people, you'll you'll hear people say, "Oh, swans are stupid." Yeah, maybe. I just think they're uneducated. Yeah. Um, Anytime you don't get hunted as much as something else. Exactly, because in most smart. states, they don't even get shot at. Mm-hmm. Um, I've watched guys put white socks and then a garbage bag over the floaters, and with that, I'm all right with. Because it's tied to something. It's, tied it's not to just going to blow away yep. versus just a stick. Yep. In the ground. So that makes sense. So you did how many repurposed ones did you do? Right now, I just kept the ones the the guy gave me or I bought. He just threw them in with the deal with the full bodies and the layout blind. Um, I think I have like two dozen shells with the white paint and the styrofoam around them. Sweet. And they, they, they work. I don't use them a lot, but they work for sure. Um, North Carolina, I actually want to go. So I was reading, is that, was North Carolina... It's 5,000 permits yeah. a year in North Carolina, where most states are 1,000. Um, I think that's just because they're right there on the coast. Yeah. Maybe they get more than we do. I don't know. Um, but most of the research I've done, and next year I do want to try field hunting for swans. Um, but uh, most of the videos I've watched and research I've done, almost all of the hunts they do in North Carolina are from a field. Yeah, cornfield or just, just any just field where where the birds are at. Hmm. Um, a lot of them look like they they've still been green, like uncut. I don't know what time of year they hunt them out there. If you know, please let us know, and maybe I'll start putting in. Um, but field hunting a swan because I love field field hunting. It's so much a lot nicer, so much better. <laughs> Not everything's soaking wet. De- decoys are easier to uh, set up and pick up. Um, Field hunting a swan. And you can lay in the middle of the decoys yes. and then, like, land yes. on you. Yeah, well, that's another thing that I've noticed in all these swan hunting videos is they're not in blinds. They're just sitting in a ditch. Yeah. Um, that, that, that'd be fun, but there's something about popping up out of a layout blind and shooting stuff. It's amazing. There, there, there's a feeling. And not a lot of people understand this. I, I don't, know. I haven't done a layout blind yeah, hunt yet. I, there's just... 
of even well, it's like the feeling when you pop up like out of the boat, you know, just yeah. the, just the feeling you get. It's just a lot better because you don't have to work as hard. Yeah, the boat can be a pain. Yeah, it's nicer than hiking far deep yeah. in there, but except when the boat battery dies and you have to push and pull the boat for uh, four miles, like we did tonight. I didn't have to do that. <laughs> I just had to fix it <laughs> in the pitch black <laughs> with no lights. Well, these new these new motors they have. Uh, I guess Bruce was telling me because he has a thirty five horse hyperdrive. Yeah, and we have a twenty three horse long tail. I guess the higher uh, horsepower hyperdrives don't have a pull start on it because the compression is too high. Yeah, you wouldn't, wouldn't be able to pull, pull it. it. Yep. And I was like, well, why don't they? Because I don't know if you guys have ever duck hunted with a boat. There's a lot of people who have boat problems. And, you know, you would always think someone would come up with an idea to have a backup to yeah. to start these motors. But uh, Bruce's boat doesn't have backup, so we had to... Had to push well, and pull. You can get the little battery packs that you, had you can one. start a motor and it wouldn't know. start it or it was dead or what? I, I think I don't think it had enough juice. Uh. So then so there was a boat. These so we were hunting right at the end of the ice tonight. And uh a boat came and broke through a little bit further and parked and then walked. And uh we're like, well, let's just pick up the decoys. And uh we didn't have a dog tonight, so the ducks we shot we just let out, stay out on the ice if they were actually still dead. Um and uh, so we picked up the decoys, went and picked up the ducks. And uh, <clears throat> we're like, well, let's just wait for these guys. It's a good thing we didn't because uh, <laughs> it took us about two, two and a half hours to push pull the boat all the way back. And we had just gotten the boat out of the water when these other guys pulled up. Pulled so we would have been waiting a long time. And sitting long there, time. and then they would have been able to help you anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I guess they had tried to told you back, but. Uh, yeah. No wonder you were late tonight. We were supposed to start this like two hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, Montana. Apparently Montana. I don't know if this is true or not. Montana has a trumpeter swan hunt. So in the state of Utah, um, after 10 trumpeter swans are killed, regardless if it's the end of the season, like it's closing day. So say two weeks before, there are 10 trumpeter swans killed total during season. The Utah Swan Hunt closes down. Yeah. And uh, I don't know why that is. Maybe because they're not as abundant in the flyway. in here. Say so it's but a different flyway in, on the in other Montana, side. In Montana, apparently, they have a trumpeter swan hunt. And I I don't know. So I lo- swans are big, white, and beautiful. But trumpeters are bigger, whiter, and more beautiful. <laughs> you know, I'd love, love to shoot one. I mean, and here in the state of Utah, it's not illegal. Um, that's why after 10 are killed, cause you really can't tell when they're flying unless you hear them and trumpeters, you don't, they're not as vocal as tundras. Yeah. Um, I think only if they're by themselves is kind of yeah. what I've heard. Um, man, shoot, shooting a big trumpeter swan would be like one of my dreams. Oh. We'll start putting in for these tags. I need to. <laughs> you act like I, you do something other than hunt. <laughs> he I just don't. got back. Oh yeah. Like you've heard, he got back from hunting today. So <laughs> Him and his fancy duck hunting Sitka gear. Yeah, <laughs> they're expensive, but I, I think they're worth every dollar. Well, I've started buying a little better equipment, and better equipment's better yeah, than far, the cheap I, stuff. I, I always grew up. That's another thing. I because when you hunt swans, you're always it's always most of the time it's going to be cold. Yeah. Um, and I always grew up. You know, I'm wearing three layers on my bottom. I'm wearing five layers on top. Then I bought this Sitka. And, you know, back in the day, I was always big puffy to have problems bringing up my gun. 
uh, with Sidka, I'm wearing less layers, and their their stuff is thinner. And I I, I don't know. There's yeah, I want Badlands. Every dollar, and it's about I, the I same. I want Badlands too. I want Badlands because I'm cheaper, <laughs> <laughs> and I, we get, somebody I know gets a really good discount. So yeah, I need to talk to him too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so I think me and Jacob talked about this and. Uh, if you guys are in the area, or if you're not, but if you put even, in for... Even if you're a non-resident. Yeah, if you put in for a Utah swan hunt and you draw the tag, we want you to hit us up. And uh depends how many people hit us up, but we'll we'll draw your name for to go on a swan hunt with us. Even if... if I'm all right with taking a group out. Yeah. I'd be all right. But if, I mean, if, if, if for some weird reason, like 300 people... <laughs> you know that's a third of the tags I, for the state. See, I, I wouldn't doubt. <laughs> see, and it blows my mind. Maybe it's just because I figured it out. But a lot of a lot of guys who hunt swans still eat tag soup, and it blows yeah, my mind. I can't know? believe it. So we, I pulled this. Uh, let me see. What was it? A thousand tags? I must have deleted it on accident. Uh, you're sixteen. I'm pretty sure it was sixteen twenty-two resident tags and seventy-eight non-resident tags. Yeah. What so you your odds are up. about one in three. One, one in three. Or if you get three points, you're kind of guaranteed. I, see, I've never drawn out with more than one. I've always had one point and drawn. One point. Yeah, so not, every other year, so not, every other year you have a decent chance. It might be every third year that you you draw. Um, but with the preference point system, I think. I, I mean, and swan hunting is getting. It's very, very, very popular. I think hunting in general is coming, making it, a comeback. Oh, definitely. definitely. So I think a lot of people are realizing why helped. we're doing it. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I think definitely. some some people don't like the social media aspect of it, but they got to realize that the increase in people that are going to do it are going to help you fight for the rights yeah. and not lose the, the rights. The market, the market has been amazing. Yeah. Um, Fishing too, and the, the the camaraderie you get from hunting is like you you'll meet some some a holes out there that won't aren't willing to help you out but it's just like how i met bruce he picked me up on his boat and now we're hunting buddies you know yeah you, you, you meet so many nice people and people who love doing what you love and uh you get out there enjoy public land you know a lot of people from the east don't understand yeah that i've been learning all that our, a lot that we're we're pretty fortunate with our public land well, definitely well most people they, they think oh public land sucks no dude Public, let's get after it. Public. Yeah, you just got to get you on You got to realize what we have. You know, a, a private land hunt to us is like a treat. Yeah. An absolute treat. And it'd be a high fence or, I mean, not a, not all private lands are high fence, no. but it's. You, you have better, better odds. odds. But if, you can have the same experience on public. Well, it's just like I had a buddy or I have a buddy. He, uh, I mean, he kind of grew up hunting private land and he was always killing stuff i think that's why i appreciate hunting so much it's because i've had to work for it yeah and when uh, you don't feel as long as you have the good experience that's the thing is, well, well he, it's not about he, filling he's had tag. he's had good experiences he's shot more stuff uh, i don't i can't say bigger bugs but he shot turkeys and all these things and he's like i can't hunt public land i can't do it yeah and it's like why not man you just got to put effort into it and a lot of people don't realize in my mind, I'm I'm gonna walk further than the next guy, and I'm gonna shoot more ducks than he does. More yeah. swans, you know. I'm 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 put in. Or you get more, out when the weather's cold and more icy. more more effort, and you're gonna have a better shoot. Not always, but your odds of having a better shoot than the next guy is pretty up there. Yeah. Like like Bruce calls me crazy for <laughs> hi, hiking two miles, and I'm like, two miles ain't nothing. 
Yeah. Well, for us old fat guys, <laughs> two miles is a lot. That's not that bad. <laughs> the marsh is all flat land. I know. Yeah, on the dike. <laughs> then you get in the mud and it's not so flat. It's yeah. like you might as well be climbing a hill when you sink. Walking through the water is harder than hiking up a, a mountain, oh, I yeah. think. Um, why, one of my favorite posts I've seen is why go why go to the gym when you can hit the marsh? You know? <laughs> I, I think, so it's January right now. And I think in the whole month of December, I missed four days of duck hunting. And that's because one day I was uh, pheasant hunting, and the other days, like, I took my grandma to church. And Christmas. Chris, <laughs> Christmas. I should have gone on Christmas because we didn't wake up till like, 10 o'clock anyways. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, just get out there. You know, a lot of people, they'll show up and see all these people and be like, uh, yeah. You can get away from you, them. You, you don't know what's going to – if you're not out there, you don't know what's going to yeah, happen. You're not going to fill, fill your – like these guys who pick up – there's nothing flying, pick up two hours before shooting light. How are you going to know if you're shooting birds? Yeah, you may not shoot birds, but how are yeah. you going to know if you I don't sat think? out there and done better in the middle of the day. Well, that's just like today. Today we shot all of our birds. I think we shot two birds in between 3 and 5 o'clock. The rest of our birds were from like 11 to noon, you know. Uh, the midday shoots – this year, at least, have been yeah. phenomenal. And you've done good. I mean, almost every time you've won out, you've sent them pictures of limits. I've, and I've personally, I think I've shot close to two hundred birds this year. Jeez. Yeah. But, I, but I, I put in, <laughs> I put a lot, I put in a lot of time, and I've gotten, I haven't got skunked a lot. I think I've got skunked three or four times this year, which is pretty good. Yeah. But there's a lot of times I'll I'll go out and I'll put in that extra effort and only shoot one or two birds. You just got to get out there and get the experience you're not going to get better if you're not out there trying well especially farmington bay everybody says it's the worst everybody and says farmington bay it's because i, I it's, love it's it man the most people can get there it's the easiest to get to for a lot of people but well, it's just like so the you you got to spend your time you got to find where the birds are at and uh it's just like a couple weeks back so i took my little sister out you know she's uh not in the best shape so i took her to an easy pond figured you know we we'll, might shoot a couple of birds we'll be fine I saw the most birds I've probably seen in a long time, and uh, we're sitting we're sitting in this little hole, and all the birds are going going over here. So we picked up. She didn't want to. We picked up the decoys and moved over there. And if we wouldn't have moved, we wouldn't have shot any birds. Yeah. But anyways, the next day I hit up a couple of my buddies. Says, "Hey, I got a fire spot. Hope I was hoping it'd be the same way." And in two hours, we shot a three man limit like it was nothing. Pretty good. And that was only a half mile on the road. Got to put in your time. Yeah, I figure out where the birds are. Um, on that hunting with us thing, uh, go to shootfishlife.com. Scroll down to the bottom. You can subscribe to the website, which means I can send you a newsletter, I think. I'm not quite sure how that works yet. I just yeah, set it up. to figure out. <laughs> the website's <laughs> but, uh, like two weeks old. Yeah, we'll send you We'll send you a, uh, a newsletter out saying, you know, if you drew a swan tag, hit us up. Uh, reply to the email, and then we'll make a list of people. And with, with that, though, we're going to have to wait until the draw. Right. Right, but if they get signed up now and get yeah. the, I can get it out you, to Even them. if you guys want to come, just get the experience. Say, if you're new to hunting and just want the experience, I'll gladly, even if it's not a swan hunt, I'll gladly take you out just so you can get the experience, yeah. just well, to get you into it. People don't understand what they're missing out on. Well, the other thing I was going to say, too, is uh, if if they want to come out and hunt, but they don't have shotgun, they don't have shells, we, we've I got have, that I stuff. Have everything. If you're not local, local, we've got a place you can stay. We can do yeah. everything but fly you here. <laughs> yep. we got somewhere you can stay. we got, got food. Got, we got guns. i got extra waders. I, yeah. I bought so, two semi-automatic shotguns this year. Just because you you might not have the gear. that Don't let that stop you. No. We'd rather have you than, than somebody that has I, all the gear, to that, be honest. That's one thing the more... 
I've grown up. See, I used to think, oh, I've only shot two birds and everybody else limited out. You know, me now, I personally would rather watch people shoot birds, take take <laughs> take take people out and watch them shoot birds and watch them have the yeah. time of their lives. Well, that's me. I, I have more fun videoing because I hit them all, but <laughs> I have more fun videoing, I yeah, think, I, than I, I have hunting. There's, there's something about just taking. It's just like... Uh, we we uh, they did it for me too, but we take kids out on the youth waterfowl hunt, youth duck hunt every year. And uh, the first year that I was ever not of age to hunt the youth hunt anymore, we took out a couple of my younger cousins. And my cousin was using single shot twenty gauge. Here comes this Drake Mallard, and he drops it, dude. I I was more excited. <laughs> I think I was more excited than when I shot my big buck. Yeah, you know, for him, and it's a Drake Mallard. Well, yeah. You know, there's just I don't, I don't know. Like when I when I was with Vanessa and we she got her deer. I I think that was a cooler feeling than when I shot I, my own deer. Dude, and I, and I need to get a camera and, and laptop and start doing my own. Um, that I don't know. People don't understand. I can't put it into words. <laughs> but there's just something about getting out, enjoying the wildlife and nature. Like, I'll go out and not shoot a duck and still have the time of my life. Yeah, if you're not having fun when you're not being successful, you're doing it for the wrong reasons, too. Yes, absolutely. You can have just as much fun sitting there and not doing anything. Just enjoy. I've been been out there laying there because no birds are flying and laying on my back. And then you see, actually, the coolest time I ever had duck hunting. I was laying there. No birds had come all day. I think it was about noon by now, thinking about picking up. And I see a couple birds start fly over. Didn't even grab the shotgun or nothing, just kind of enjoy that I seen them. And I had a, a tubular vortex. I don't know what you would call it, but... A swirl? No, from from as far as I could see north, um, going south, was just like this tube. They were... Of ducks? Of ducks. Wow. Not even not close enough to shoot or anything, but just... That, that, I had, just I, craziness. I had that the other day. I was hunting out in Farmington Bay, and a lot of people, oh, the birds are out of Utah. There's not that many birds. Yeah. And I was seeing all these posts on Facebook. And I kid you not, I saw 40,000 birds that day. And yeah. it, 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 See, it, I bet there was that many in that vortex stream. Yeah. And that's when I wish I had a video camera then. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that's another thing. If you guys, not, I haven't started yet, but I've, I've lived through it with Joe starting to film our hunts. Like, I, I'll be honest, I almost cried when I watched Vanessa's deer hunt because <laughs> I, was, I wasn't there and I was, I was happy. Um, but just. If you even if you don't put it on YouTube, and I was listening to another podcast and they put it perfectly, even if you're not filming for other people, film for yourself. So yeah. that, w- that way later on. Well, that's why I started. It was was it was cool. My brother filmed a, a fishing trip of us, and it was cool to go and rewatch that. Yeah. I never thought well, people just would like, actually want to watch. It's me, like all the, all these stories that I've been telling. You know, you think you'd remember all the all the effects, and you start talking about it and it's like what what really happened yeah and uh you know watching all these videos you can be like okay yeah he shot this bird for sure i shot this and you just relive the memories you know yeah. and it, i'm getting goosebumps thinking about it <laughs> I, I, don't, I can't i don't know like i said i can't put it into words there's just a feeling you get from it but i don't it's good we'll get more hunts coming next year yeah we need um, to uh, you should have a good bow hunt coming up uh, yeah that that is one thing i'm definitely getting cameras for i don't um, know if it'll be on my channel because i don't know if i can get that much time away yeah, from fishing so but <laughs> so right now i have about a 95 percent chance to drop my uh, limited entry archery bull elk tag and 
luckily being in the military, I can take long, extended time off. So I'm taking a month off and uh, going to go chase this elk with my bow. And I'm I'm going to film it along the way. That'd be sweet. Take, take y'all along for for the whole ride. And I think you don't have an official channel yet, but what was it? If they want right, to look it up. Right. <laughs> I have one video up. <laughs> it's 18 seconds. It's of my Uncle Ray shooting his swan uh, just on my iPhone. Uh, it's called Salty Creek Outdoors right now. It'll probably change once I get going on it, once I come up with a better name. And we'll let you know that better better name is yeah. in the future if you stay watching. But for now, go check out Salty Creek Outdoors. Subscribe yeah. so you can see the future stuff coming. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely... Uh, I'm definitely going to start filming next year. I've there's been I've had so many hunts this year that I wish I would have had a camera. You know, so many unreal things happened this year. I didn't. That that's another thing. Everyone, I feel like everyone should start holding the camera. You yeah. know, that there's so I've had so many experiences, like I was saying, that I wish I could re rewatch. You know. Yeah, and and that, like I said, that's why I started doing this was. It's just cool well, to go back. You're doing pretty good, honestly. Yeah, kind you're of. <laughs> t- t- typical Utah dude. And yeah, our fishing sucks here unless you like trout. Yeah. Our our hunting's pretty good, but our, our everything's public. Yeah. Almost everything. Almost everything's public. There's very little private stuff, and it's usually pay a whole ton of money. And it's yeah. you're not getting anything better you can get somewhere else. You and just don't have to work as hard. Everything we do, I think that's what's awesome, is everything we do is DIY. Yeah, you know, I've I've hunted with a guide once, and it was on that swan hunt, and that was just because I'm pretty sure my dad had worked for uh, his employee's uncle or something, and that was like a payoff, you know. Yeah, well, I I fished with a guide only because I became a guide, and you have to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Okay, I think we're going to end this here, and uh, we hope you enjoyed. We'll have Jacob on again. Yeah, um, for sure. Let us know what got things you guys want to hear about. Uh, make sure you go visit shootfishlife.com and sign up for that to uh, win to come hunt with us. And, uh, yeah, thanks for watching. Thanks for coming, Jacob. It's good to see you, buddy. Thanks for having me. Just smack the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> see you guys. I